Hi, this is Thomas from Quest and Chaos. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast and joining us on this chaotic adventure. If you want to listen to our other exciting podcasts, such as Swords and Sages, Chaos Agent, Spelljammer, and many more, please visit our website at questsandchaos.com slash podcasts for links to your favorite podcast platform of choice. Now, if you enjoyed this content and want to support us, please consider joining our Patreon for exclusive content, cast interaction, and more at patreon.com slash questsandchaos. Now, enjoy the podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Quest and Chaos podcast that is currently, officially, back to Untitled, not the Untitled podcast. We don't have a name for this show. We're looking for a new name. But essentially, it's Untitled podcast. But we need a name that's not the Untitled podcast. Fine, fine. I don't care anymore. Just whatever you want to call it is what you're going to call it. So we've been... Can uh, we just call the podcast Fuck It Whatever Podcast? <laughs> don't know if we're going to get approved on Apple if we do that, but... Uh, so... So what? Hi. This hi. is it's a, this, this podcast, our, our updates are... Things are changing. Like what? Like we have renamed the Mitten. Oh, that's right. That's what was new. I couldn't remember when I was making show notes. I was like, something's new. The Five E Fight Club, Nobody which is it. which is the Five E's of Fight Club. It okay. is not. Let me write this down. Hold please. Fight Club, not not what? It's what? It's Five E Fight Club. Yeah, the Five E's of Fight Club. The Five E's of Fight Club is the tagline: evade, evoke, eradicate, eviscerate, and escape. I'm not writing all that down. Um, if you have better E name words for the five E's of Fight Club. Exit. <laughs> Exit's good. Extricate yourself from the problem. <laughs> Explosions. Ooh, let's see. Evade, expeditious retreat. Explosions. Explosions. Yes. That's pretty good. Okay. So basically it's the mitten, but it's now called 5E Flight Fight Club. Five E Fight Club. 5E Fight Club. Flight Club. Fight Club. Flight Club. Okay. Uh, and the reason we are doing that is because the inside joke of the mitten was great for us and Total Party Chill. Mm-hmm. Um, Nobody gets it. I barely even get yeah. it anymore. So, so we're so we're gonna open it up, and and technically, it's not also going to just be fights. Uh, we're gonna do one shots, mm-hmm. and so then what happened to like the one shot short shots thing? Because again, our one shots are usually like three episodes long. Uh, so this specifically. It won't be part of our one shots and short shots because this now involves the community. Got it. Because right before you said that, I was like, I'm already lost and can't care because there's so many subdivisions of subdivisions <laughs> that it's like, mm, what? Hang a left on Oak Street. Kind of. Hit that subdivision. Oh, it's like we're driving around in Sacramento. There's one street that's like, God, I can't remember the name of the street. But yeah, essentially there's like Oak Street, Oak Place, Oak Place South, Oak, Oak and they Street all, South. And they all None interchange. Of None of them interchange. Oh. Because in Milwaukee, Blue Mound Road and Blue Mound Court are like off of each other. Well, that makes sense. But the like the addresses are 
like miles apart. Yeah. One's like a four-digit address yeah. and one's like a five-digit address. Yeah, it, I get that. So It anyway. makes perfect sense to me. <laughs> it makes no sense. I was lost for so long. Why were you I there? was looking for like 16,000 Blue Mound Road, but I could find 16,000 Blue Mound Court. Don't, don't, don't search this. Oh, I'm totally <laughs> So anyway, uh, one of them... I was, I was looking for Oakland. Can we just yes. move on okay. to like the wick? Because no, whatever. I can't find the title of this thing. Anyway, so what's what's next? So Is that the only thing that's new? You've named, renamed some stuff. Well, yeah, kind of. Okay. Um, so, our, so the new 5e Fight Club is going to be part of our uh, Twitch subscriber Patreon uh, benefits. Mm-hmm. Um, we may end up shifting that depending on how things go to either open it up or maybe make it Patreon only. Mm-hmm. But for now, it is going to be one GM from Quest and Chaos, one player from Quest and Chaos. Interesting. So who'd you rope into doing this? Uh, they are going to be whoever's available and wants to do it on the day of. Or randomly selected? Yes. Randomly given up his tribute? Yes. Uh, and then the rest, so probably uh, four individuals from the community joining us. So I have other questions. So if um, it's a random player, does the random player, i.e. if it's going to be me, because you're just going to make, you're going to guilt me into doing it, um, do I play a character I currently own or do I have to make a new one? I don't know. That's a you know, good is Emma Bunny going to come back and power slide a like <laughs> and power slide a boat, a, cru- a cruiser into the like into the harbor? Or? I'm I'm not going to say no. I'm not going to limit. <laughs> I'm not going to put a limit on anything because I would love to come back as Mitch McTortle in a in a mitten. Um, I think that would be a I lot would of love fun. To be Mitch McTortle in a mitten. Maybe, may, oh, maybe that could be it too. What? They could play one of the characters. No, I know. It is in D&D Beyond, so it's not like it's not inaccessible. I know not everybody enjoys uh, having, having other people. Trashed. Yeah, other people uh, involved in other people's storylines, but uh, I. It's not storyline based. It's just chaos based. That's true. Okay. All right. So is that the only other thing that we're doing right now? And we need a name for this show. Okay. We still don't have a name. Right. So uh, we thought of a fantastic name. Which was Flip the Table. Flip a table. Whatever. I do it, I do it enough. I mean, it's to the point where like people I work with are like, oh, you're the kind that flips a table. And I was like, yes, yes, I am. Uh, but apparently there is already several podcasts. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't even have to do with gaming. So, but, but flip the table definitely has to do with gaming. And then flipping the table also has to do with gaming. Not necessarily. I table thought... flip, I think, is like a food Yeah, I saw that one. Podcast. Yeah, because obviously you're eating at a table. I mean, what other activities do you do at a table? You're flipping, eating, and games. <laughs> that's, that's all you do at a table. Oh, I need to co- I need to find <laughs> this. But um, you also do strategy. You also have meetings at a table. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because... Um, meeting time? We could call this meeting time with Quest and Chaos? No. <laughs> no. Okay. So I have one last question. So for the 5e Clyde... Bleh, Fight club, yes. not flight club. It could be a kite club. I'm not. We're not going to put any limits on things. <laughs> kite flying club, <laughs> Zoom kite flying club. Okay, cool. Um, it's Zoom only, right? Uh, it is remote only. Okay. Um, I don't want to pigeonhole us into Zoom. Whatever. Because as soon as we have money to to get, to get GTFO, VMix, yeah. I want to get VMix. GTFO okay. Zoom, yeah. All right. So, are we gonna go? Are we gonna go to the Kickstarter? 
Um, but before before we what? do that, uh, well, uh, head to our Discord into the mm. uh, channel and help us come up with a name. So so flipping the table was taken. Flipping a table was taken. Flip a table. All of those sort of things. I was thinking maybe even calling this cardboard and chaos. Even though that seems very board game centric. Well, and also too, isn't cardboard and chaos already on the channel with other like it's it's a so it's it's not it's a list it's a playlist on it's YouTube, a playlist right? but mm -hmm. there are no shows that are called that okay it's just sort of, sort of was a category um i think it could be an easy flip i don't know i mean i don't want to you know we want to talk about rpgs yeah and, that is the thing and is rpg that... accessories yeah and propane and propane accessories uh, especially what what <laughs> What? I don't even understand how propane accessories get it. It's it's a, a King of the Hill reference. He sells okay. propane and propane accessories. Well, yeah. I mean, aren't there propane accessories? <laughs> there are. Okay. There are. There's yeah. hoses yeah. and connectors and fitters and pipes. And... and not only that, too, isn't there like the little like holder? Yeah, you're right. Never mind. You said holders. That's the only <laughs> thing I can think of. There's propane holsters for those of you who want to get crazy. Hey. Haven't you seen those little propane, like, um, those little propane guns that, like, heat up creme brulee? Oh, yes. You could totally have a holster yes. for that. Yes. We have one of those. Do we? Yes. Uh, I used it to weld some, like, solar things. Can I, can Emma use it? <sighs> no. <laughs> Emma cannot get anywhere near that well as in our house or this office space. I'm just saying for props. <laughs> I'll be like, let me light that. I got a new, I got a new match. <laughs> And be like, yeah, that's uh, that's that's a no. That's a hard no. That's a hard pass. Okay, <laughs> all right, it's fine, whatever. I, we don't have smart de smoke detectors in here, do we? Uh, we've got. Oh, yeah, you're right. There's right there. That was actually a sprinkler. Yeah, we've got sprinklers in here, and I, I I would prefer them not to go off. Okay. Well, yeah, me that's too. my preference. Yeah, me too. I mean, nothing would technically get wet, but whatever. Anyway, if it, if they go off in here. Mm -hmm. They go off. They go off. A. They go off in every. Oh, in office. everybody's office in this entire building complex. In, 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 our, in our building. Sorry. Plus the you know the storage that has the expensive electronics yeah. in it. Well, but as a parting gift to our neighbors, who are already gone, okay. they've they've already parted, left us the gift of their silence. <laughs> this is true. That is the best gift ever. Yes. As an adult, that is a gift. So the last update, uh, as you can hear, we are. We are making this more of a podcast format where we're talking to each other, yeah, as opposed to so talking to you. So my question is, you. what is going to go on this <laughs> hole right here? What's, what, am I, what are my hands currently covering? We also need to build or a new build a new table. No, but when I do this, something will actually be over my hand right now as I'm doing this. That's nothing. You're holding nobody. <laughs> Yeah, I could. I'm putting something in there. Maybe okay, Warren. can we move on to the wick, please? How many minutes have we wasted with just talking about? I don't know. All why. right, so uh, let's head to the wick. What are we talking about? First? I thought you were going to do the transition to that camera. <laughs> hey, we're welcome to the wick. Uh, what do you want to talk about on this first uh, pew? Pew pew? <laughs> what episode is this? I don't even know. You I never said. That's that. That's a. Uh, it's episode 17. Oof. 
it's episode one of the new untitled podcast that needs, that needs a name because it's really untitled. Desperately getting close to. Well, I think also to just let everybody know the reason why we're not doing a title is because we would have to do something in this space again. <laughs> right here, and we haven't done that yet because we don't know what it is. Okay, so where do you want to talk about Nord? wrapping up their minis campaign because honestly i can't care about minis so if you want to talk about it that's all you i'm just gonna uh, drink water okay so well nord games they finished their ultimate bestiary minis mm-hmm. revenge of the horde with over a hundred thousand they hit their first stretch goal wow how long did it take it was 29 days uh they didn't they didn't hit it till the very end okay um but they they hit their seventy five thousand dollar goal mm-hmm. and then they hit their hundred thousand dollar stretch goal that feels very accurate Though, because like we talk about that with Brandon and some of the other like the backer kit guys and the fact that there's like that mid Kickstarter slump, you know, so right in the middle of your 30 day campaign, you just basically stall out. And then at the end, everything happens. It's almost like the eBay effect, if you will. Right. Yeah. So, um, so they did unlock the deck of cards that goes to every backer, Mm -hmm. which is, I think it's really cool. That is cool. So we, what did, what are we buying essentially? Just fill me in what's going to, what's going to show up. Oh, I don't know. What? Did you accidentally miss it? I'm wondering if I can still get in the backer kit to uh, up the amount. I don't need to up the amount. Why? I'm getting getting one of everything. Well, then what are you upping it to? Like two of everything? Well, uh, I mean, you you need to get a goblin bomber. You need five goblin bombers. I mean, otherwise, it's, it's... You can't take on one. That's not a horde. It's, it's called Revenge of the Horde. I think I need a horde of goblin bombers. Okay, maybe the goblin bomber was not specific, specified to be multitudes of things. Do I need to look this up? No, you don't. We should just say congratulations. I'm going to do this <laughs> camera right now. Just to say congratulations, Nord Games, on meeting $100,000. That's a nice... Right now, you guys can see everything that I'm backing. Okay, cool. Well, I don't want to see that. Please don't put that on the screen when we um... edit this. Horde of the Miniatures, da, 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 da. they made it. I want to go see the campaign. Well, the campaign's closed because uh-huh. it's over. So yeah. I did So I did the all-in plus digital. Okay. So that includes 30 miniatures, 9 goblins, 10 hobgoblins, 10 orcs, and 1 ogre. Okay. And, then, and all STL files. So you can make more. I, yeah, we have a 3D printer. A yeah, resin, so you can make more bombers. Warren bought us a resin 3D printer, mm-hmm. so we can make... Which didn't all the goblin bombers that I can fit on that. Didn't Warren buy it for him slash sits here? Yeah. Or did he buy it for us? It's his, and he can have it back if he wants to have it back. But uh, we are, when we meet in person and need stuff like that, Mm -hmm. um, we definitely put it to use to make little custom minis for, um, to make the game pop. Yeah, in fact, I don't even know where my custom mini is for carpet. Do we want to talk about that one next or we want to talk about dice? Let's talk about dice first. Dice, 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 dice. So, Birds of Paradise. Yes. Uh, So this is Andrea, who Uh is community member, Andrea, um, who uh, her and Drew, like, flew out here to help us Mm -hmm. at a con Mm -hmm. um, to help run sound at uh, KublaCon. Okay, I was like, and I don't remember that. Uh, Drew, uh, Drew helped run sound. Andrea helped facilitate everything else that was going mm-hmm. on. Um, it was a lot of fun. And they have been great friends of the channel, great friends mm-hmm. of Yes, of in us. fact, we got prototype dice. Which camera should I do? 
This one? I'm supposed to do it to this one. Is it easy to see? I don't think it's easy to see personally. Anyway, so we have prototype dice of all of their dice. We are actually missing a set. And I think it's just because we're missing it and yeah. we can't find it in here. Yeah, uh, when we, when we, you, uh, the camera's back further now too. So you get, they get a bigger look at the set that is here. Okay. So are you scrolling through what the dice are? I'm not. Okay. Um, so, so let me Andrew scroll through the does dice. a little of, this is about me. So, you know, she's, she plays D and D 5e stuff, um, moved to Arizona, um, and is a dice maker now. And so, do you remember which dice we got first? Uh, the Birds of Paradise, I believe. Uh, we got. Yeah, but that's the title. Which ones? No, no, no. I thought no, it was the, the blue ones. Which are Birds of Paradise. Oh, that's what they're called? Yeah. Okay. Yep. With an S. They're by you, by the way. Yeah, those are my favorite. Those are my favorite. Oh, um, okay. Does so that you, absolutely. You like blue dice. Blue's my favorite color. Oh, got it. Okay. Why do you think the set is blue? And why do you think I wear blue? And... Oh, Lordy. Because you're a simple man? Yes. Uh, these, I, I really like the color combination I because. Know. I mean, blue and yellow in color design is technically opposite. Well, blue and, and orange. Okay. Technically. Um, so the blue and, I mean, there's a little purple in here and purple is, you know, mm -hmm. the complimentary color well, that's to That's what I'm saying is that they're yellow. color opposite, so they should pop. Yeah. Well, that's what I like out of dice. I like to be able to read the, <laughs> I like, I, I like to be able to read the numbers on them and have everyone at the table read the numbers. I on like them. to guess at what the numbers might be. <laughs> and then if I'm not sure, just make it up. <laughs> uh, that means that the cardinals are perfect for you. Exactly. Um, so continue to scroll down. So the, I don't know where the our, fairy wren. They're somewhere. We absolutely have those, and they are amazing. But you're right. I don't. I don't know where they are. I don't know either. They're bet you they're in a dice bag somewhere. I bet you they're hiding in one of my dice bags somewhere. Yes. Um, I'm not a fan of the cardinal just because I don't like red dice. Um, my favorite are the magpie. So I really like the black and white with the blue letters. Um, and in fact, I could have gone even clear numbers. When I said letters, I meant numbers. Mm -hmm. um, and then actually the barn owl are starting to grow on me a little bit and they are definitely cheater dice. So but I, so I think the magpies are have a bit of a brighter uh, inking in, the, in the, the next version. Okay, and I'm not a fan of brighter. Like I like exactly how they are. And what's interesting is if you watch, we use these dice a lot on our Cthulhu show. And- um, Why don't we just give it a, give it a D10? Uh, a little percentile roll here. Yeah. Just while we're here. Okay. You've got some of your own. I'll okay. Just roll this. Ah, two. Oh. Boom. Boom. Critical That's success. That's why we roll these. Critical success. Now watch. I pulled. Am I missing my dice? Nineteen. I'm missing a die. Oh, Eighteen. The no, ninety-three. Let's just ignore that one. That one's okay. Fifty-four. Uh, Forty-five isn't bad. 22. I like how we're sitting here rolling dice like there's a five. So what's interesting though is that these are we have 84. the prototypes. These are these you know what these are like random. I know but to me I feel like they roll better. I what I do like about the prototypes and I honestly kind of wish they would keep it is that there's a percentile like tens and then there's a percentile one so it's zero through ten or zero through nine. So the, but it still says 10. So I like rolling like 40-10 or 20-10. Like <laughs> I like rolling that and then being stumped at like, what's the 10 again? Which one does the 10 go? Yeah. yeah. Um, so that was, uh, so that was that in, is technically 13. But if you got 10-10, that's actually 100. Right. So I don't know. Maybe I'm just weirdo, but like I like it. Anyway, uh, so they've got... Both can be true. Yeah, all of it can be true. So they've got an aggressive goal of something. $10,000. Um, I mean, so uh, look, it's not cheap. 
to make dice. But I think the cost of the dice are cheap. So, so I don't think $13 is expensive for a pair of dice. No, I mean, that's, that's going right. So, so the, the costs mm -hmm. of making dice mm -hmm. are the molds. So, um, so if you were doing a mold, it's, it's gonna cost you, you know, dollars to get that developed and made, and they're not gonna last forever. So you have to have multiple molds made. Mm -hmm. um, and that's where, because she has so many different sets, mm -hmm. although I think, I mean, the mold could be the same, right? Cause it's just, it's the coloring that's different. It's color that's different. Yeah, I don't know. We should have her on the show. I know, and talk we should ask her actual questions. <laughs> so, yeah, so the more I look at it, the more I think the barn owl is actually pretty pretty. Okay. Um, and it is a little bit on the borderline of the cheater dice, or at least the colors that I have here in the prototypes. Um, they're a little bit harder to read, which is definitely up my alley here. Um, you know, yeah, these these look like the, the ink's a little bit darker on these. Mm -hmm. It could also be the photography. Yeah, these um, are really great photos. I should I should say yes, that. Yes, especially um, the the pink dice or the purple dice. What? Oh, interesting. I mean, mm -hmm. I don't I don't know if this is interesting at all, but um, Andrea sent me um, sent me the the Birds of Paradise photo to look at, and and when I opened the raw file up in mm -hmm. Photoshop, it, it was looked shot like that. Terrible. Okay. Because Photoshop was, for some reason automatically adding uh, adding a ridiculous amount of sharpening to it. Okay. And as soon as I turned that off, I was like, oh, there, it's, it's beautiful. Okay. And, you know, and basically it was off the camera, looked yeah. really good. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm a, I'm a big fan of these these photos. Yeah. I also think the barn owl, like, sticker slash pin, that's the... Um... The pins look awesome. Those mm -hmm. are stretch goals, right? Yeah. Or are they add-ons? No, they're stretch goals. I wish they were add-ons, but they are stretch goals. So that makes me a little sad because I'm like, well, can I just give you more money in order? So it's, but it's 12,500. Mm -hmm. So if everybody watching this upped their pledge to $60, you just got <laughs> one of everything. Uh, I mean, how many people, how many backers are there so far? 123. Well, that's what I'm saying is that 10,000 feels like a lot because if you think about it, I, my phone is on the floor and I can't math very well. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's the thing. Everybody knows I can't math. Right. I mean, at work, even my engineers are like, we're going to get you an abacus to put on your desk. <laughs> I was like, how does that work? I don't even understand it. Nice. So, um, but what? Andrea is using Kickstarter the way it's designed, mm -hmm. right? That the, the fact is, you know, she's gone through the prototyping process to be able to get to the point of saying, okay, if we can raise the money, mm -hmm. we can, we can do this Kickstarter. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and if you can't raise the money, um, they're actually out a lot of money cause they already have the molds made, yeah. uh, you know, with this font, which oh. I like. Um, so, so really what we're saying is you guys should back this. Di the dice are awesome. It's a great company. It's a great, great people behind it. Um, and. But can't you buy the dice already? Uh, so. Or is it pre-order? So uh, I'm not sure. Pre-orders might be closed. Okay. So we did pre-orders. So the, the pre-orders were set up to help fund the development of the prototypes. Mm -hmm. So we did pre-orders for everything. Yep. And then we backed this for everything. These will be giveaways on 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 the channel. Whoa, whoa, whoa! And you backed this as well, right? Well, it's Separately, just for me because you give everything away. Okay. I mean, I want legit Birds of Paradise. In fact, I think when if we make it and it opens up, I may actually get legit copies of these two dice because I like these the best. Okay. Of the barn owl and the magpie. 
Okay. I mean, we can always keep them. I mean, if this thing is successful, then, uh, then, uh, you know, kind of talking to Andrea about, you know, sponsorship and maybe giveaways and stuff. So, mm -hmm. so, uh, let's, let's push, let's yeah. get this, let's so get this, are... let's get this to 12, five at least, yep. because I want some of those pins. <laughs> me too. Is that <laughs> Be like, Hey internet, I need a pin. Could you help me out here? Could you buy some dice for me? So, uh, I, I, so I definitely think the magpie and the owl are the best pins. Mm -hmm. Yeah, as well as well, the best dice. There's two uh, Birds of Paradise, though, right? Mm -hmm. One of them is a uh, is like I can't tell. One's a bird, and the other one's a bird. Well, I can't. I can't tell the pose. What do you mean you can't tell the pose? So, to me, it looks like it's kind of doing this. Like, hey, how you doing? The top one with the eight. Okay. Yeah, you're right. I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> I don't know what the bird is doing. I mean, the first one, the second one's easy because he's holding the dice. He's like, yeah. hey, bro, here's, here's your dice. Yes. Um, yeah, you're right. I don't know what's happening. I mean, yeah, you're right. Maybe he is like doing a little bit of this. <laughs> like, look at my dice. Uh, because, I mean, so their logo is like sort of the birds of paradise doing their mating dance. So mm -hmm. with the weird video, if you look at it, the bird of paradise doing the mating I, dance. I'm honestly not a fan of birds, so I really don't look at All birds. Right. So there's that. Sounds good. I like owls, though. Owls look cool. All right. So um, that's it. Let's move on to the next one. Because okay. the next one is the next one is funded. Um, what did I say this morning? 23 hours? 53 hours. Oh, 53 hours. And it keeps going up. I'm like, yes. I'm like oh, my God, it just went up. So I just, want, I just went to the Carbon 2185 Cyberpunk RPG Terminal Overdrive is the next Kickstarter we want to talk about. I should have probably said it to that camera, but whatever. Um, because you're probably going to be showing it right now. <laughs> I love how there's nothing there, but like you're doing dumb things. Anyway, never mind. Um, so yeah, it funded, what is that? Like basically in about two, two and a half days it funded. Uh, it funded in 53 minutes, as it says on the screen. Oh, okay. Where does it say it on the and screen? As it says right up here. You know, you're just making it hard for you to edit. You know that, right? Um, so this is, so, I mean, what I actually, what I do like about this, can I just back up here a second and let me just read for the audience, the award-winning cyberpunk, what did they, what award did they win? Cause I know in the, like, in the RPG awards, whatever those things were called. The Ennies? Yes. The Ennies. I did vote for, um, Dragon Turtle Games and Carbon 2185. I just don't, I just didn't know. Is that what they won? Anyway, so tabletop RPG. Um, it's a dark dystopian future, which I tend to disagree with because <laughs> this dark dystopian future very much reminds me of like my life. So I don't know. It's like 75 degrees out. It's October. It's the sun has been shining like 90 days straight. Everything's on fire. It's not like a dark dystopian. You've impaled future. four kids on a forklift. <laughs> I mean, it is it's just, dark. just like, just like real life. I mean, you, if you're on our Discord, there is somebody doing some power slides on a, on a, <laughs> on a forklift. Not a forklift. What are those, like, those little, like, tractor lifts? Yeah, uh, the hand lift mm -hmm. thing. But anyway, the I, so, so, here, full disclosure, somebody stole, some, somebody, so stole. somebody mm -hmm. with two thumbs pointed at him right now saw that on the Carbon 2185 memes channel, mm -hmm. or the, the Dragon Turtle Games Discord memes channel, and stole it and put it on ours. Okay, so really everybody in the Carbon 2185 Discord has no idea the fact that I like... 
Right. Impale people with right. it. Right. Okay. Anyway. So anyway, back to the reading part. Uh, marked by environmental collapse. Yes. Extreme poverty. Yes. Um, cyberpunks must fight their way out of this oppressive world or die trying. I mean, I don't know about that. Is, I mean, there, is there any way out of the world? No. Just dying. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> like you still, like there's still Google cars driving around without drivers being test driven every day. I'm We're, still riding my electric like bicycle all over the place. With your big scooter helmet? You know, don't want a scooter helmet. It's not. It's a motorcycle helmet. You could cosplay as Ryoga with that helmet. Well, that's what I'm saying is that this, like, when they're like, it's a future dystopian. It's a dark dystopian future. It's not really a dark dystopian future. It's I the live, future. No, it's today. <laughs> I live in Carbon 2185. I mean, what is different about this setting? Um, uh, the nuclear fallout. I didn't really read. Is there a nuclear fallout in here? I don't remember uh, that. Well, there's the Badlands. I mean, there's the Something like happened. everywhere outside of San Francisco was, was radioactive. Well, it's not radioactive. It's, it's kind of trashy. It's radioactive. It's a little trashy. Sorry, Fresno. <laughs> yeah, they're talking about San Mateo and Bakersfield. Okay. Well, same no, whatever. We had to get to the airport. And that's that's just Berlin. The airport is yeah. I was going to say the airport's in South San Francisco. It's not that far. I don't know why Warren made it so far. Well, I don't know why Warren made it seem like it was in San Mateo. <laughs> <laughs> like it was on like an You have to drive, drive home. Oh, man. Where was I in this? Anyway, so Carbon 2185 book sold out. Um, we actually have a fresh copy here somewhere that I think either was given away and we never mailed or it still needs to be given away. First off, if you're watching this and you're the... Uh, Recipient of that giveaway. MKID 405. Uh, you better answer that email. Don't answer it. Otherwise, we're going to pick a new winner. Because, come on. Come on, son. <laughs> or or daughter, or they. <laughs> yes. Anyway, so um, they're going to reprint the core rulebook because they ran out and you couldn't get reprints. What? Well, this is the version that I bought. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it was 70 bucks at the store because, again, it was really hard to come by. The Kickstarter was closed. And I wanted a copy and you couldn't get a copy. So you had to go to the store and buy one. Mm -hmm. And thank you for doing that because then they ran out of copies and you couldn't get reprints. And now they're doing a Kickstarter to reprint. Um, so what comes in this? Yes, Terminal Overdrive yep. Sourcebook, which is new. Um, new stuff. New stuff. But it is also the core rulebook. Um, and then according to the Discord, um, what's his name? Robert Marion Dodds. Um, so it's. It has new content, including weapons, items, augmentations, and, and enemy stat blocks, as well as, and it looks like it's been already released, is Chow's, Chow's Revenge 2 or whatever. So here's, a, here's an interesting... <laughs> so right now I have up the Terminal Overdrive core rulebook mm -hmm. and the special edition cover. Mm-hmm. And I want both of them. Fine, whatever. Because the, the special edition looks really cool, and the regular one looks... I think the regular one looks cool. That's kind of my jam, but whatever. I mean, whatever. It's, it's, I mean, yeah. I mean, here, can I just... Tasha's, like, Tasha's hideous laughter. Mm -hmm. Both of those covers look, like, amazing. Okay. I but mean, anyway. can I just share with the audience the fact that my... 
we have two of everything and there's the version of the book that I'm allowed to touch and there's the version of the book I'm not allowed to touch. As you can tell by my Carbon 2185 book, it's already somewhat starting to fall apart and we've had it for how many months? I've played like what, like eight episodes? And this thing is like, I can, I can, well I can hear you manhandling that from over here. <laughs> Look, when I was a kid, I used to color in my books, regardless of if they were coloring books or not. Just know that that continues on today. What? What? <sighs> it smells good. Oh, it smells good. The, oh, I um, love the smell of this book. Okay, so, continue. Mm, I think I was in. Does this require a dream sequence? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, middle. I was in middle school mm -hmm. when second edition came out. Oh yeah, and you colored in your brother's second edition too. I hi I highlighted because for some reason, during that period that I got the books, in school to help me remember things, I, I started highlighting things, mm -hmm. and and I highlighted random weird things looking back on it i'm like you know what you should do did i need to know this about the, do you have the this wizard book still i don't know you, i don't i thought you i thought it was somewhere because i know i've seen your like first edition books that you colored in or your brother's first edition whoa, whoa, whoa. first edition in. those are fine those are <laughs> those are mostly pristine okay because i've seen the ones and they're not pristine or at least the ones you allow me to touch are not pristine okay you should find those this, well the second edition ones i bought used right okay so and then the, they didn't have a monster manual. They had a monstrous compendium, which was loose paper with three hole punched that you would put in a book and it would just rip out. Okay. Yeah, I do. You know, you would stick it in a backpack and you'd pull it out and one sheet would be, <laughs> that's the monstrous compendium. That worst idea like, ever. That feels like, okay, it's not a terrible idea. I mean, think about it today as modern PDF. Sometimes I actually do print the PDF and it ends up being like crumpled paper at some point in time. And things have not changed. Where was I going? Other than this, is how, this feels like a problem in your bag, not with the idea. It feels like I need to go and get some better copies of my second edition books. Yeah, it does. And you need to find, you know what you need to do? Okay. I think we might need a little fundraising for this, <laughs> but you need to read the book. Whoa, time, time out, time out. I know the print is small. It is tiny font. Which book am I reading? The second edition book with special emphasis and animation on the parts that you highlighted only. <laughs> that would be priceless. Looking back on it, I'm like, why would I highlight I this? I need to see this. I need to see this. And we need to just obviously <laughs> just do like story time, like second edition story time where Thomas so, reads what, what how old were you? 13, 14. Okay, to 14 year old Thomas reads what he thought was important in the second edition. <laughs> And then reflect on those Which musings. Which is not the bonuses or like mathematical things. I think it was like, here's the story element of why wizards do what they do. Oh, because they're angry, crazy people. Yeah. Anyway, what? so. Those are called sorcerers. Yeah. All right. Um, um, if anybody who hasn't seen us play this, um, Carb just to back up and give some framework here, yeah. Carbon 2185 is 5ED&D. So it's a 5E open GL, or open, open GL, <laughs> open CL, you know. Uh, it is an open game license, yeah. It's an open general ledger. OGL, yes. Uh, open game license, 5E. And it has backgrounds and it doesn't have any feats. I don't know if there are going to be any feats in terms of overdrive. I, I mean, it just said items and augmentations. I mean, I'm assuming augmentations are kind of like, well, are they like your feats? No, they're the, they're the things that you can buy. Like you No, can, but I mean, is that the equivalent? No, because you bought that during character creation. 
Yeah. Typically. Um, like we were corporate kids and we and we started building our stuff with the quick start guide, mm -hmm. which was because not the have full a, rules. We didn't have the book yet. It wasn't even yeah. released when we started playing this. So so but we got extra augmentations because we were corporate kids. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, let's see what else. So and again, I think we both like this because, you know, it's cyberpunk for people who don't want dragons or elves. I personally like it because I relate to so much in this book as being part of my real life. You took your sweatshirt off. Yeah, I did. So that nobody would know what company that you hack into networks with. I'm not saying. I just. I'm just saying that I under. I don't hack into the network. <laughs> at work, okay? I live. I like. I can get into the network at work without a problem. Um, but I understand how the network at work works. Why did you put your sweatshirt? On? I don't know. I just felt felt more comfortable. <laughs> For those of you listening on the podcast, Amy just put the sweatshirt on. That I've been wearing every day this week. Well, because it's free swag. I mean, I basically have turned into that person who <laughs> only wears, wears your company's yeah. logo shirts. And I've been trying to only wear one piece at a time because I could walk out the door <laughs> and be in both a t-shirt and a sweatshirt. And I'm thinking to myself, don't be that guy. Oh, you need, you need, you need pants. No, I do not. You need pants with like the tines going down the side. No, I don't. Like Those are called Adidas sweatpants. <laughs> it's just all that is. No, but I mean, like, there has been this year so many, for all of the work and the nonsense that we've been doing, so much swag that's been shown at my door that, like, usually when I go to events and I have to work the event, there's like, oh, and here's your swag bag full of crap. And I just go, eh, and then just walk away. Like, yeah. I don't take any of it. I don't need the water bottle that's just going to fill a landfill somewhere. Just, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and they try and give it to you constantly. And so a lot of times, I mean, some of the stuff I do take because it's actually very nice and very soft. Like, this is really soft. Um, but lately, people have just been, like, handing it out like candy. I'm just like, stop. We ordered 100,000 of these things. Please, we need to yeah. get them out of this and warehouse. because we can't go to Vegas and we can't give these to partners, we now have to ship them to you. So can we ship them to everybody? And so, like, this year alone, I've gotten two sweatshirts, I don't know how many T-shirts, a hat, a mug, some sort of, like, temperature-taking device. Because, again, I live in a dystopian future where your company now has branded logo temperature takers i'm really shocked i don't have like a branded logo mask yet yes all right so uh, uh can, can we get back on topic? yes besides my rant about how i live in a dystopian future where so terminal overdrive will feature a full-length 150 page mission by ben counter that sees the cyberpunks plunge mm -hmm. plunge themselves Head first into a fast-moving story featuring hackers, rogue AI, and a world and world-ending mm -hmm. threats. And in fact, if you are also on their Discord, some of that story has already been released onto Kickstarter. So there is a separate page that says a short story by Ben Counter. So I suspect this is probably part of that. Yeah. So so here's here's what's um, here's what's in this book: uh, a full-length mission adventure. So mm -hmm. it takes you from levels one to ten. That's a lot. It's a that's it's a big it's a big book. Uh, Awakened Mech Origin, so new player origin with three sub origins that allow cyberpunks to play the game as a robot with newly acquired sentience. Now that's interesting because that's basically what Aaron's character was. Yeah, I'm not interested in playing a robot, but I'm sure some people want to. That's right. fine to be like an AI. And when mm. it says Mech Origin, does that mean like AI or does that mean Mech? Mm. Mech is a Mech. 
synth is a synth. Well, Aaron was playing a synth, yes. not a Mac. Yes. And there's a then there's a difference, and you're not supposed to synth to hack synths. You're not supposed to synth the Mac. You're not supposed to hack synths if you're a hacker. You can well, hack Macs. Because there's the question of their personhood. Hey, Is look, there... if corporations can be people, synths can be people. Okay. You you know what? You cannot drive in, in the carpool lane with your corporation papers next to you. Are you so, talking in real life or are you yes, talking in, in real okay. life? Because somebody tried that. <laughs> and they and they argued that his corporation was a, a person. person. Yeah. Therefore, um, I think he was against the corporations or people. Well, yeah, it's to um, make that point. But you but a corporation still has to have First Amendment rights and protections and Fifth Amendment rights and anyway, blah 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 blah. But it's also qualified as a person. Like I get yeah. that argument. Um also, so one new, did, yeah, go ahead. New, one to ten mission. Um we did talk, I forgot, did we talk to um, Robert, about the fact, or where was this that I read that essentially this is, this started our argument about higher level campaigns are bullshit? Whoa, I don't remember being part of that. What? You are the impetus for that, <laughs> that conversation. Like the fact that anything after 10th level is just ridiculous. Well, yeah. Okay, so what do you mean, like, oh, yeah, I don't remember being part of that conversation. And the fact that... <laughs> I don't really... Re every day when I leave this building, I go to my <laughs> car, like I turn on the car, the door. I turn off the car, I walk back, I check the door, That's I go back to the old. car every single time. Oh, God, I'm so sorry. At least it's at least in this office, there's no oven. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what the Oh, the fact that like Robert, like I could have sworn we interviewed him or talked to him about the fact that like after 10th level, it's just like it's inane. Like your your real like story driven character development is in levels one to 10. Once you get to 10, you're like an epic superhero and who cares? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I agree with that. I don't remember having this conversation, but I absolutely agree with it. And no, no we did not talk to Robert about that. I could have sworn that that was a conversation where the bulk of it, like the only, the reason why the book goes to 10th level is because that's his thoughts and feelings. I could have also read it on the Discord. I could have also dreamed that up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And then... And so then. much going on in here. So much going on. So how much is oh. it? Oh, my gosh. Well, this is, says exactly what he said in the... Um, in the Discord, I just read it like five seconds ago. New augmentations, new armor, new weapons. Um, oh, what we didn't talk about is the errata. What is the errata? I don't know what the errata. I mean, the errata is like errors and emissions for books. Okay, here we go. So the 284-page core rulebook has been upgraded and will be 10 pages longer mm -hmm. at 294. That means... Apparently, there's 284 pages You know, they, uh, so spoiler alert, Robert, you could have just shrunk the text a little bit. No, I like the text the size it is. Like okay. I when you I look at your first and second edition books, I was like, I don't know who read this. This is not for children. Cuz I can't I as an adult, I don't even I, I, yeah. text this thing. I started know. reading the Explorer's Guide to Wildmount last night and the text is so small. Yeah, that's got to stop. How many pages does he say it's in there cuz I'm finding 281 in this joint. 284. 281. So let's 82, 83. Oh, so he considers like the OpenGL as like an actual. <laughs> well, our card decks that we're making. Mm -hmm. So originally, so we can print like 55 of them onto one sheet. Mm -hmm. And we made 53 cards plus a credits card and an instructions card. Mm -hmm. But now using the printer um, that Nord Games hooked us up with, I believe that we can do a full like rules insert 
in addition to the cards. So you have two more spaces for cards. Yeah, so we get two more cards per deck. That should be pretty fun. Okay, so are we done yelling about Carbon 21? Uh, So six player origins. Uh, Let's see, so it features everything you need to run and play the game. Six origins, six custom classes, hundreds of items, stat blocks. So I wonder if the PDF that's out now is the updated one. I don't know, because I have the book, and to me it doesn't. Like, it doesn't alter my gameplay because I'm a player, not a DM. Okay. So also, so looking at this, there's no um, pledge level Mm -hmm. that includes the city source book or the Interlink soft cover. Those you have to put as an add-on once Mm -hmm. the Kickstarter's over. But, and was this about about the same price? Because we do have Interlinked and we do have the source book at home. Was the source book like 30 pounds or $45? we it, it, yeah, I think it was thirty pounds. Yeah. Okay. So that was um, and that was one of those things where I, because I'm on their Discord, as soon as he's like, "Hey, we got the printing run of these done," mm-hmm. I was like, "You know, buy it," because mm-hmm. uh, I really wanted it. So I mean, uh, this is a really long wick. Yeah, it for is. Two, Just for uh, us fighting about, I don't know what. But that's kind of the show. That's that's a new format of the show. Just, just us arguing about stuff that we think we said and that nobody said and that you're just like, I don't remember saying that. And I was like, yeah, I remember us being there. Yeah. What I also, I, it's a random thought here, but what I find interesting is that the core, the RPG rulebook is actually about 45 US dollars. We paid how much for this? We paid $70. Plus tax. Yeah. Um. So... I mean, it's a bit much, but again, I love it. Okay, sorry. I'm sorry. I like to smell things. <laughs> <sighs> what do you think is in the errata? <laughs> I mean, what do you think? Like, what were our issues? Other than you claim that Warren doesn't like to read the rules that benefit us. Do you want to read the rules on minigun? No, not really. The ammunition on a on a on a keg oh, look, on a keg because that was the last <laughs> argument we had. The keg right a the keg weapons. of ammo. Um, what are you talking about? Ammo, ammunition, bio locked spray, reloading, weapon proficiency, gun rentals, heavy heavy weapons, range throw, two hand <coughs> grenade, flashbangs, improvs, versatile ammo. What are you saying, keg ammo? I don't even know what you mean by that. Keep, keep looking oh, through. A keg filled with enough rounds to fire the minigun 30 times. Quite large. That means that's 30 shots to me. Is that? Yeah. Okay. That's how I read it. So what was happening? Uh, Warren wanted to point out that it's... I'm assuming it's like a big barrel of a 30 round and you load it in like you would like a six shooter. <laughs> It's exactly how it works. I know nothing about ammunition. It is. So it's a belt fed firearm. Got it. And that belt is looped and looped and looped and Mm -hmm. looped and looped. And there are probably 300 individual rounds. And every time you pull the trigger, it shoots 10 of them. Where's the 30 come from? I'm now lost. What? You can shoot it 30 times. In, it's in a, a minigun, so it's shooting like multiple rounds all at once. Got it. So it's kind of like I don't know anything about guns, but like the guns where you have like the, the weapon case, the the cases for the bullets, 
and it like it's a chain that goes into that's it. right yep yep okay. that's right that's what i'm thinking that is i yes. don't know all the names for that and and it's stored into a round drum instead of a square box okay okay so it doesn't get all tangled up and whatnot yeah makes sense and but warren was trying to say there's only 30 bullets in there and it shoots 10 at a time therefore you only have three shots but again warren as is myself doesn't understand what a keg is for a minigun I mean, to me, that's like my minigun's got to having a kegger. Exactly. It's intergalactic kegger. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I don't get it. And also, too, like, where do you put this? Who had this? What's this argument? What? What? Like, who had this keg? Dejan wanted it because she's a giant warmer. Oh yeah, she could. Like, how big is the keg supposed to be? Enough to hold thirty shots at mini. Quite large. That's quite large. That's what I'm saying. Is that like, what does quite large mean? Like, is she? Is this a backpack? Is this kegger a backpack? Because first of all, if I can get that in alcohol, that's awesome. You can. Really? You can. Oh, not in a backpack. Well, you, you get a well, party you put ball, it, but you'd have yeah. to make your own backpack. Like Hofbrau like was sell, selling like the the, yeah. fi- the five liter yeah. little keg. Yeah. You could put that in a backpack. It's, Hofbrau, though. <laughs> it's not Augustiner. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, are we done talking about this Kickstarter? I mean, that was my only other issue is that like, you had problems with Warren's reading. Um, I think that it's not Warren's fault for reading it this way because if you don't know anything about guns, that makes sense to me. The way Warren interpreted it makes complete sense to me. Warren is like an award-winning skeet shooter. What? What the fuck is that? What? <laughs> Who? State Why? champion? What? I don't know. It's, it's, yeah, he was. When did you learn this information? Sometimes I think we make things up. <laughs> like the conversation with Robert we had about. I mean, I know it wasn't like an actual verbal conversation, but I feel like it was a communication had digitally in either a Discord or some other type of Twitter situation. Okay. Anyway. So, <laughs> so what did Warren Skeet shooting? Oh my God, can we get a graphic here of Warren Skeet shooting? Can we ask him for a picture, please? I need to ping him. Where's my phone? I need to... When we're done. Okay. Um... So anyway, so if we go scroll way up to no, the top of this. No, I need to know more about Warren Skeet shooting. <laughs> Warren, Warren is a backer on this because of yes. things. Can we uh, talk about what Warren wants to do? Or is that where we disavowed with Warren's little coloring book? Okay. Ixnay on the, yeah. What do you think I said coloring book? <gasps> a novel graphics nay. <laughs> no, I think, honestly, a coloring book would be great for kids. Yeah. Oh, with, you know, with like a, I mean, look a head this. blowing up. I mean, <laughs> being a somebody hanging off, hanging off a, a no. <laughs> a I'm just saying is that there's a lot of like cool stuff. The corporate kid, I would color this. You know, I'd color a lot of this. I'd color all, all the things. I'd color all. What about this dude? Do you imagine being like, hey, boys and girls, color this dude? <laughs> And some girl would be like, my pen is running out of ink with all this hair. You could color his tattoos in. Anyway, what was I saying? Uh, I think I think that's... We've basically killed the topic. Gonna... No, I think in my errata, I, well, and again, too, this is my problem, not like the errata. But didn't we also have issues with um, just when I, when I, like, hacked a mech? What? Yeah, what's a mech, what's a synth? Well, no. Where is this? Hold on. Hack Mac says you can hack a Mac. Warren was being very generous, allowing yes, you was. to hack a synth. Yes. 
which I also... I think some of the things that are labeled as synths should be I disagree. Be That's where I'm having the problem. Yeah. Is that, you know, it's a synth dog. That's fine. It's a, it's a swarm, is a Mac. The multi-drone is a drone. That's where the problem became for us. Gotcha. Okay, so I hacked a drone. And I, which is this, an AC of 12, what, what, it's a challenge rating of an eighth. So this is like your general security drone that yeah. would buzz around and like report back and like it supposedly it's, has a single shot. So it's really a surveillance drone that has one sort of like shoot and get out. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Um, but it's the fact that it's a drone and Warren let me hack it like a mech, but it doesn't say mech. So what is it? You know, because a drone technically isn't a mech. Because yeah. a synth dog is a synth, which is also very interesting. I could understand how some of the dogs could actually be mechs too. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think And that's where I think I ran into the problems of just defining hacking mechs because then it's like, oh, I can only hack a hive swarm or like a restrictor machine, but then the canines. I can hack a mech canine. Right. So how What's the difference it, between a synth dog and a mech canine? Other than the CR rating, um not much. Yeah. Number of hit points. Um, your AC is a little bit tougher. Everything is just a little bit tougher. But the second one's a mech, and the and the, like the cheap one is a synth, which makes no sense to me. Like right. the less expensive one that you would send out in the world. And again, this is me pretending that things are real. <laughs> well, I mean, this is this this affects gameplay, right? It does. Because especially if well, like at Samsung, like would you hack the the robot that trolls the uh, garage? Is that a mech? Is it a drone? I, I don't know what the difference is. I don't know. I'll have to ask if it's actually like... Well, the difference is one is being controlled by somebody who has a joystick. So, you know what? I think I've just figured this out with logic. So... But I don't think any... I think all of those are self... Self... Driving, self yeah. maneuvering. There's nobody with a but joystick. Then it, would be a set, then it would be a synth. I mean, think about a Roomba versus. So, okay, so a Roomba goes and does its own thing. Is that a mech? You can still hack it. That's what I'm saying. It is a mech. It has nobody controlling it. You give it a program, you tell its instructions on what to do, and it does that. And then it gets caught in the corner because it's stupid. And then what about a synth dock? That's where I'm confused because a synth. Like, does a synth denote artificial intelligence? I don't know. It's It might be in there. We haven't read the book cover to cover. I kind of have. Anyway, so you could get, you could get the, the, the core rule book in a special edition, which looks really cool. Mm -hmm. Much, I think much better than the you normal one. Should I just ask in Discord? Yeah. Okay, uh, right. let's do that off camera. Okay. Let's 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 wrap this up. So this is this has been an episode of whatever we're talk calling to that this. Camera? <laughs> For those listening to you on the podcast, I've turned to look the wide shot. Oh God, there we go. Just wrap it up before I. Um, we can't call it flip the table because there are too many flip the tables. Even though granted, every single episode I want to flip the table. Continue. Wrap it up. Cardboard and chaos, mm. tabletop unfiltered. We're not really filtered. We're also not really well thought out. <laughs> tabletop dumbness. 
It doesn't have a ring to it. But it has an accuracy to it. All right, let's wrap it up. Let's right. get up. So that's gonna that's, that's gonna end this episode of whatever this is. Uh, please uh, join our Discord and mm-hmm. uh, come or make a comment down below. Mm-hmm. Uh, let us know what you think of a good title. Yeah. Uh, so here are the considerations that we we're looking for. Um, sort of unique, but also easily um, descriptive. Descriptive and tied to the tabletop industry, not just board games, not just RPGs but the whole sort of industry in general. Like dice. Dice, accessories, Mm -hmm. board games, RPGs. Um, So not just gaming, because gaming often includes video games. Mm -hmm. We don't talk about that. Mm -mm. Um, Yeah, you know, we're looking for for, for some Mm -hmm. inspiration. Yep. And if you do like Harvard 2185 and want to watch our playthrough, it's on our YouTube channel, which is youtube.com backslash questchaos. Yep. And uh, Warren is prepping another campaign, uh, which I don't think is the Terminal Overdrive, which would be a third campaign. Mm-hmm. Uh, so where and when and how that happens. I want it to be soon. I'm kind of itching to play this again. Do we want to stream it? Do we just want to record it? I don't know. We'll see. Okay. TBD. <sighs> All right. But I think that's wrapping yeah. us up since we're out of words. <laughs> Yeah. And to, and like basically what time is it? In 5 minutes Thomas needs to forget exactly what happened, so. Yep. I'm going to go uh, lock the door. Okay. Let me stop recording. Mm-hmm. I mean stop streaming. No, stop recording. Smack it you. just would have been my desktop anyway. Mhm.